Hey, this is Big Papa Pump Scott's Diner, and you're listening to Shoot the Shit. Hey, this is Joe Gatto, and you're listening to Shoot and Shit. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at WrestlingWithJonas.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 109. Wow, 109. We're, yeah. we're almost a century in double digits. Well, it's been a it's been a crazy week in wrestling, gentlemen. We've got quite a loaded deck here tonight. Um, but I know Halloween's coming up right around the corner next a Tuesday loaded. to be Oh, a loaded what? A loaded deck like we have a lot of stuff deck. to kind of cover. Deck. Deck. deck, got it. Sorry, deck. The tip of the teeth, the tongue, the, the whatever. Not, the hell not that was. the other. Yeah. Not the other, Dennis. Deck. With an e, and with an deck. e, not an i. E, not an i. Yeah. Right. Deck. Loaded deck. Sorry. Sometimes the accent gets in there, you know. No, no, it's okay. Um, well, I was more concerned about. I, right, right, and that would make sense, brother. And then you know, I just don't want Kurt Dangle getting upset. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, we do have Halloween coming up real quick before we start. The hey, video. Sean, nice Halloween costume, by the way. Thank you. I'm going as Dennis Day Jr. I bought merch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever. What is everybody else going as? I know Dennis. What, what's yours? Sean's going as a bouncer. I think he said before we started recording, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I gotta work, so yeah, that's what I'm gonna be. Dennis, you're gonna go with that you one. Be? You're going as a wrestler, right? I'm going. I'm gonna dress up the best of my abilities to look like MJF. I've got the shirt, the scarf, and the belt. Why did you say the best of my abilities? <laughs> I'm gonna get I don't a know. Good because, college try. Well, I mean, my because like. Well, that was kind of like when he said, well, I'm going to wear my shirt, my vest, or my belt, and my scarf. But MJF wears suits, man. Yeah. He wears suits. I'll be you, MJF ready for a street fight. How about that? You've got to either go suit or you've got to wear the trunks and let just the hams out, buddy. No, 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 no. No trunks. Sky's out, thighs out. Let's go, buddy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's more like a side of beef than, than a ham. That's more a like a rump roast. <sighs> Joey K, what are you doing? Um, uh, trying not to fucking vomit in my mouth <laughs> after what Dennis just said. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, no, I'm going as punk. I got my shorts. I'm like, I'm Ring of Honor punk. So nice. Pretty stoked on that. Don't forget and the happy birthday slip. to the greatest in the world. It's not Don't Jericho's birthday. birthday. Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been a while since he's called me a stupid bitch. I tried to get another one out there. <laughs> it has been I've a been while. Not, I've been trying not to say that. That's just me. <sighs> you stupid bitch. Yeah. Uh. 
All right. I want to try shooting shit. Boys, we've got a little bit of everything to cover today, man. What do we want to start? Anybody have a favorite, I don't know, show from this week? Maybe we'll go off a topic from there. Hmm. Oh, Sean's got his hand it up. It wasn't from this week. It wasn't from this week, but Bound for Glory was kick-ass, man. We can talk about that shit. Bound yes. for Glory, you were actually there, man. Give us the skinny. Dude, that was probably one of the best pay-per-views I've ever been to. Just in the sense of every single match was... They opened with... Uh, was it uh, Killer Kelly and uh, Masha versus uh, Deanna Perrazzo and Tasha Steele? Man, if you can't find something nice to look at in that match, there's a problem. <laughs> and it was just a good solid. And I'm not kidding, man. It was a good solid match. And all three of them chicks, you know, they can work. You Probably the highlight for me was, uh, huh? You said three, not four. There was four women in that match, right? I said Killer Kelly and Masha Slamovich, Deanna Perrazzo, and Tasha. You said Steele. all three of them, all three of them could work. Well, <sighs> anyway, open the door for some hardness, Dennis. <clears throat> Dude, you know, <laughs> uh, Will Osprey versus Speedball Mike Bailey. I'm not a real big fan of Bailey's like gimmick, like he's kind of Magoo. I mean, he's really my dude, dude. Like, yeah. I'm, Excuse me. He's like the Norman of smart of martial artists. You know what I mean? <laughs> got the, he's got the mullets, the hot pants. They're, I mean, those tights are like snug for what appears to be loose, supposedly loose fitting karate gear. And he wears kick pads with no shoes or anything. Not really getting that shit. But <laughs> I'm just saying it's just like the the presentation is just a little muddled. A little New York City Saturday night, if you know what I'm saying. Um <laughs> but the match between him and Will Ospreay was on oh, freaking believable, man. It was a really great match, a really solid match. Uh I mean a lot of hot shots, a lot of quick quick counts. To the point where at one point you're just like jumping up and I mean like you're jumping up because you think it's gonna nope and he didn't, you know. I and mean, it was it was a really well told story. Will Osprey sold his ass off to a guy that's about 75 pounds, you know, smaller than him, which just goes to you know the greatness of Will Osprey. And then at the end, he kind of magooed it up again, you know. They Osprey tried to show him a little respect and give him a bow, and of course he had to give him the old, you know, Cobra Kai karate <laughs> bow, whatever. But other than that, man, I mean, it was, I mean, the guy can work. I'm going to give him the respect that his in-ring work is completely solid. Needs a little work on the presentation. The mullet, you know, the mouth guard that glows in the dark, not a real good look when you got blue light shining on you as you're walking down the <laughs> stairs, man. <laughs> but I mean, it was a solid, it was a solid match and it was a solid card. And then they finished up with, uh, you know, the walking weapon, Josh Alexander versus uh, Alex Shelley. And I was completely caught off guard. Um, yeah. Fuck you guys on the spoilers. If you don't know who won that shit by now, then you're not paying attention. 
uh, I was completely shocked that Shelly, you know, retained the belt and, and it was a good solid match, man. I mean, Josh Alexander looks, he looks good. Like coming back from injury, he's obviously ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey James versus Trinity Fatu. That was the opposite. The presentation and the appearance was uh, the match. Eh, not so much. You know, uh, I don't know that those two, their styles and how they work together. I mean, of course, they got the they got the real and the meme out of it with Mickey doing the, you know, if you don't know what I'm I'm talking about, then you should probably check it out. But Mickey looked yeah. great physically. She she looked awesome, beautiful woman. And Trinity Fought Two came out and did did what she does. I mean, it was a solid show, man, from beginning to end. Uh, it was one of those shows where you. Like if you went to get a beer, you were rushing to get back. Whereas, you know, most times you're you're taking your time looking at merch or talking to people or deciding whether or not you want the nachos or the pizza. In this case, man, you were running to get back in there. And and mm-hmm. the places, you know, stadium in Chicago was uh not the biggest place, but to have a show like that, I mean, we had general admission and we were fifty feet away from the ring. Wasn't it? Was that place sold? Was that place sold about two thousand? I think I heard. I I don't know, man. I yeah, maybe three. It was sold out. It was completely sold out. And then the highlight for me was we were in line. I got there first, and I'm I'm in line, and this guy goes walking by me, and he's dressed as tugboat. Like (laughs) literally the only guy that was in costume. And then I look at my group, my phone goes off, and I look at my group chat, and it's Matthew, Ty's friend. He's like, I'm here. I'm dressed as Tugboat. Point out where you're at. And I was like, <laughs> he's great. <laughs> so I, I got his attention. He come walking up and was standing by me. I was like, dude, you want to come over here by the fence? He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, it was a good – I mean, it was – I mean – if you guys haven't seen the show, I I'm telling you, watch it. It solid ring work yeah. all the way through. Um, they inducted Tracy Brooks into the TNA Hall of Fame, which was very cool. Uh, Gail Kim was there, got to see her live, which was cool. And uh, and at the end, they were all in the ring and they they showed the big TNA. They made the big TNA announcement. The yeah. TNA is coming back, which I think is is solid for what they're doing it's time to change it up and get you know get some more eyes on the product because they are working their asses off in that company yeah didn't they also induct, oh uh, shit was it Don west and oh. mike Tanay? yeah mike Tanay and don west got inducted which was cool uh also uh jordan grace won the uh battle royal thing the call, call your shot. shot battle royal which came down to her and bully ray Nice. I'm not gonna ruin the finish for you, but yeah, check it out, man. It's it's a solid it's a solid card. Your guy was there too. Jonathan Grisham showed up. So uh, Matt Cardona was there in the Battle mm-hmm. Royal. There was a lot of surprise guys, but Jonathan Grisham showed up and wrestled in the, in the Battle Royal. I think Jordan's the one who eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> his old wife tossed him on his ass. It was awesome. Yeah. 
So, so you mentioned about I'm the, the I'm just blowing up the show like you, you can't even watch it now, can you? I just ruined it for you. <laughs> well, no, they they actually showed um um they were showing uh Josh Alexander versus Alex Shelley on uh, Access TV tonight, and then they also showed the announcement as well. I don't know what else they showed on for Impact tonight, but um, I wanted to ask you because I I saw the video and like the reaction for, on TV. What was the reaction like when they made the announcement about TNA coming back, like being in the crowd? It was hot, man. Like, I mean, people were definitely excited about it. Um, I really, I really didn't understand. uh, Well, I mean, I guess that's not the right way to say it. I didn't get how mass appeal impact is across the board. I mean, for diehard, like guys who, people who like pure wrestling, you know, solid storylines, great work, not a bunch of fanboys. You know what I mean? Like that place was hot. They were, everybody was involved in every match. Nobody, there wasn't a lot of like people standing around bullshit and talking. There was, I mean, it was a solid, a solid show and the fan base for impacts pretty, pretty intense. One of the kids that was standing in front of me flew in from New York by himself to go to Cicero stadium, which, you know, this this ain't the United Center, folks. <laughs> it's, no, it's not, it's not, not even the not, it's not even trust. Nah, it's it's not it's not what you would call a nice facility, <laughs> but you know. All right, man. Good team. It was a great show, man. Five stars, baby. Five stars yeah. from the Wolfman down there. Gave everybody a good little breakdown go give it a watch if you guys have time um i know a lot of people are saying that bailey and uh, osprey matches contender for match of the year from impact this year so go give it a watch um let's shift gears here guys from impact to nxt let's get this down in a new york minute becky lynch drops the title on nxt did her run really do anything or is this just more mech that really didn't need to happen you know up until uh the match i if if you had asked me that that question mm-hmm. any point from when she won the title to before the main event of the nxt uh, halloween havoc night one i would have said no but then after that match i actually <sighs> think it did do something i think it actually helped establish uh lyra valkyria as a you know, as a player in NXT, because I mean, she did beat Becky Lynch clean one, two, three, and then after the match, you know, Becky bowed, showed her respect, and then gave her the ring. So I think it was maybe this whole time it was just to help establish someone and that, or at least make the attempt to establish a new star in NXT. So I think it did, maybe not as much as they had hoped, but I mean, it did something for somebody. So. Right. I didn't realize she was the fucking champion to drop the title. So. Ain't do shit for me. Yeah, but you don't watch NXT, so you don't count. <laughs> I always love your NXT takes. They they make me happy. Yeah, yeah. very short. Oh, that's count. that's because they're short and quick to the point. Yeah, he don't. That's because they're quick. <laughs> that's the way you like them. Short yeah. and quick, just like Joey. For K. me, it would... dude, you gotta quit making fun of me being short, do, dude. That's <laughs> that's really asking for it tonight, too. <laughs> About to get fucking body slammed in his own fucking house. All right, it's coming. So here's my take. Five minutes left, motherfucker. It's coming. 
<laughs> the Becky Lynch title run and dropping the bell on NXT was kind of like watching the Phillies kick ass and then losing a game seven. I hate like you. masturbation without the payoff. <laughs> Damn. I was really excited about it in the beginning, and then it just kind of fell flat. That's that's dude. You get to kick my ass the rest of the football. Dude, you muted yourself again, Jovan. I I had to. I had to simmer on the masturbation without a payoff. (laughs) (laughs) That on. Um. (laughs) I'm agreeing with Joey K's short and sweet sentiment, man. It did nothing for me. Um, it's not like NXT doesn't have made players in the women's division that they needed to have somebody go down there from the main roster to take a loss to make somebody big. They have um, Thatton, who was a big deal. They have Roxanne Perez, who's a big deal. They have um, a shorter amount, but still a big deal. Um What's her name? Alba Fire was really big. They've they've made their women talent there, so there's no need to have somebody take a massive yeah. rub from Becky Lynch like that. So to me, it did nothing. Um, it was just maybe something well, I mean, that don't Becky, get me wrong. I wouldn't mind. I would take a. I would take a rub from Becky Lynch. I mean, I'm not turning down a rub from Becky Lynch. But we I don't just know. Don't, that. I don't think it. <clears throat> you don't think what? I don't think it it accomplished what they wanted it to accomplish, no. Yeah. No, I agree. Going down to something that may not accomplish what they were wanting it to accomplish, AEW just brought in the nature boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Gentlemen, Woo! Ric in the ring, and do you want to see Ric in the ring? <laughs> I was honestly scared just watching him walk down the ramp. He looked like he was struggling just to do that. I don't know if those were like the gators or or what, but yeah. He don't he he looks frail, man. I don't understand why he's even thinking about doing this shit again. Mm-hmm. Joey, what you got, man? You know, I don't give a fuck if he dies in the ring like he wants to or not. But, but that is uh, no. This is gonna go a lot deeper than just Flair in the ring. This is about Tony Khan and AEW fans. Oh jeez! Oh you, boy! You fucking fucking! You absolute dog shit fucking fans! Tony Khan wants all inclusion and everything. Like, like you know. We can't have any, you know, it doesn't want any people like causing any trouble backstage, all that bullshit, right? He brings in Ric Flair. And these fans who are like, we don't like bullies. We don't like people who are accused of stuff. Never sign them, never sign them. But that crowd was so fucking loud for Ric Flair. The dude who fucking helicoptered his dick on an airplane 
Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. All that shit that fucking people were on Twitter, all these AEW fans, like, you know, see, this is, you know, complaining about Ric Flair, canceling Flair, all that bullshit. But you fucking cheer him and love him and want him to go in the fucking ring and do shit that he shouldn't even be allowed in the fucking, like, on that side of camera anymore. Because you don't know what's coming out of his mouth. No. You don't know if he's just going to drop fucking dead in the Look. ring. Yeah, he looks like Jack Skeleton. Skellington. Dude, he's an absolute just fucking liability. Dead. dead. He's an absolute liability. Dead. So my problem is this. <clears throat> Tony Khan, the guy who, like, you know, will, will fire people, get rid of people, won't touch people because of, you know, of they've been accused of this or they've been accused of that. But... Like I've said all along, it's a fucking business, guy. It's a business. So who else are you going to fucking bring in with Sting and his big fucking retirement farewell tour that he's going on right now? You're going to bring in Flair. And the crowd's going to eat it up. Those AEW fans, the people who are like, oh, I love AEW, don't sign Marty Skrull. Like those kind of people. But no, no, no. Fucking bow down and cheer and do all your fucking woos for Ric Flair. You absolute fucking cunts. Go buy another pro wrestling t-shirt and go fucking jerk off in your mother's basement, you fucking neck-bearded shitbag fucks. Damn! Tonight's a great night for colorful language. Fucking gross. He dropped the C. And I don't have a problem. C word, man. I don't have a problem with it. If Tony Khan wants to run his business, like, you know... Oh, we we don't we don't want to sign people because of this or this or we'll let people go because of whatever reasons. Cool, fine, do it, but don't be a fucking hypocrite and turn around and bring in one of the biggest fucking names of all time, who's been accused of a lot of shit, who's been known to be fucking wild. Get the fuck out of here, Tony Cobb Booker. Of the year, my fucking left nut, <laughs> fucking shit bag. Uh, Dennis, do you want to follow Woo! that up? I don't know if I Bring can, man. You can't. Man. You won't even say the word. So you won't even so, say the word. So, so being being a Ric Flair fan, <laughs> I don't want to see him wrestle. I hope to God he doesn't wrestle. That's he can't. Oh, that yeah. No, I'm not saying that. <laughs> But um, but no, he he can't that's wrestle. You, but that's I mean, how you spell it, though, buddy. <laughs> I thought you spelled it it, but anyways. Get your thought out, man. That was terrible. Oh boy, I know that. I, I'll even admit that was bad. It was bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, I I just wanted to say. I think for if he's Hold just here, time out. that's our fault. We gassed him up before with telling him he got a good one. We did. Yeah, and that's, so that one's one. really on us. And we even set it up so he can do it on air, and it still fell flat. And then he tried to do another one, and it just tanked. yeah, fuck man. Couldn't gas him up that much. Keep swinging a, keep swinging away, buddy. Keep swinging away. Yeah, that's how you get out of a slump. Let's be Ooh. real. Yeah, it is. Just keep so, swinging away. Good old slump busters. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Final thought. Go. If, if, 
<laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, as, as long as he's here, if he's just here for, you know, the, the duration of, you know, the sting retirement angle, you know what, I'm for it and stuff. But, I mean, because really – there's there isn't anything else for him that that he really should be doing in AEW, and that I mean, I don't know who else they would bring back. The only other person I could think that they would bring back, but I don't know if they can because they think he's like under some sort of deal with WWE would be Luger, um, and stuff. But I mean, obviously Luger, you know, can't wrestle and stuff. But but no, I mean, if it's just here to kind of you know, you sure about to, that? <laughs> you sure about that? <laughs> God damn it's it. Tony Khan. I wouldn't put it past AEW to fucking roll the Lex Express 2.0 down the ramp. Just throw him they up. Could. I think Tony Khan would I think Tony Khan would lift him into the ring with a fucking drone <laughs> if he thought he could get away with it. Like standing on stage going, all right, Lex, versus Mongo right now. That would be the fucking match. I'm going to put you right on the AEW logo. <laughs> Still in the bed with the IV not far behind. Yeah. Yeah. American flags on that wheelchair. No, yeah, I told you. Lex Express 2.0. Express 2.0. And, and fucking Rick real standing Mongo next in to there. his old lady smiling and grabbing her ass. Dude, Luger versus Mongo with a Dominic on the pole match. I will fucking pay every cent <laughs> I have for that. Oh jeez! Wow, that's even too fucked up for me. That's that's yeah, fucked, it's up. Very fucked up. <laughs> that's saying something. That's <sighs> bad. Good thing Draws isn't here for you to throw him in there, Jesus. Yay! No, they, he's he puked his way on out. Yeah, dude, um, I don't think any. I don't think anybody was throwing Draws anywhere. That's a. He, no, I mean, I'm pretty look, sure he was Mongo connected and, to that chair. Luger and Mongo are friends with Rick. Put Rick on the pole. Let him cry the whole time. I mean, it's Rick in the cage good. above the ring. Rick can just horseman, the pole. Any horseman that's not named Arn Anderson still alive? Besides Tully. Yeah. yeah. Tully, Barry Windham. Barry Windham. Oh, Barry Windham might be a good one. Ollie Anderson's still around. Eh. No. no, no. Barry's probably Jay, rocking wait, the hey, hey, I believe I think somewhere out there, Paul Roma's still looking around, lurking around, Jovan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? At this, wait a second. At this point, the only like dead horseman is Benoit. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah, they. Yeah, they yeah. That's <laughs> the only one that's wait, really. Wait, wait. I mean, well, you've got because yeah, JJ is still shit, alive. Even Dylan is still alive. Yeah, no. yeah. That's shit. That's insane. Oh, he's not Tully dead. No, no he's not dead. Picking. He Ole. does conventions like is he <laughs> really? people's basements. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Say, who the I fuck wants right. to meet Ole Anderson? Dennis Day Jr. That's fucked. That's fucked. Nah, up. I'm I'm good on Ole. <laughs> Lies. Yeah, Benoit's the only fucking horseman that's actually dead. Wow. Isn't that ironic? Oh, no, actually, Brian Pillman as well. Oh, Pillman. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Pillman was a horseman. Yeah, yeah, he was. 
Dude, can we can we can we can we do a good Benoit joke? Because I heard a good one on Twitter. I mean, it's not uh, but, no, wait, is no. but is Pullman official canon or is he like you know? No, he's official horseman. He was official horseman. So are we saying no to the Benoit thing? Yeah, man. <sighs> Damn it! Yes. Can never. Yeah. What? What? No, no, now, what? now and forever. He wants to tell a Benoit joke. I just no, heard it was a good see, one. I only brought Benoit up as a fucking statement of fact. There was no joke. <laughs> yeah. Tied. I mean, okay, there was a little joke tied to it. It's ironic that he, out of anybody, it's a little the horseman. Funny. And it's funny. It's, it's funny that you said tied to it, too. You said tied to it. So that's kind of yeah. funny, too. That uh, was not intentional. Yeah, it was, it was But it. hearing it back, I kind of wish it was. Hmm. Um, <laughs> hey, Joey, I, I mean to ask you, do you have a Bowflex at home? I mean, you've been looking pumped lately, dude. Dude. No. Stop it. Jacked, right that fucker. Anyway, oh, it's great. The kids play on it all the time. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know when they get a little too rowdy. Never mind. I'm not going to go there. Anyway, <laughs> shut up, Dennis. Where, did you ever that give is your so take on? Up. on I can't wait till we're all doing this podcast from hell together. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be, be the awesome. great episodes. It'll <laughs> be hot. You'll <laughs> be on fire. Oh shoot! With our four <laughs> listeners, sorry, you guys. Fucking probably three now. Yeah. More like two. Yeah, one of them will be. Can't, can't keep going. One of them will be Benoit. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be our first guest when we get there. <laughs> I like how you guys tied that together. I love your anyway. show. <laughs> <laughs> we get down there. The first thing you hear is. Da, 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 da. Oh fuck. <laughs> Heard you guys had some jokes. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. Yeah, all Jovan. It was all him. Uh, I'll take him. On. Yeah, I'm fucking... throwing Jovan under the bus on that one. Yeah, yeah. damn, I'll take him on. You're already dead. I'll, 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 I'll help you throw right? him under the bus. Oh, no, let like let's be honest. We like to think in great terms, but most pro wrestlers are terrible people. Exactly, especially from a certain generation. So I'll just be down there looking for a tag team partner. Fuck that <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah, I'm looking for Fritz. Um, <laughs> got him. Uh, your mom is gonna kick your ass, dude. She's gonna kick your ass. Uh, I really want to keep going on that. It's funny. So, who would you tag with? See, and, uh, <laughs> see Carrie down there going, You got a band aid for this? <laughs> Damn. Oh, sad thing is, by the time we, we can, all get we their players, still wouldn't have made it there yet. Yeah, we cannot. We cannot put this show out. We should stop and start all over. <laughs> we're gonna get. We're gonna get hate mail on this shit. Yeah, everyone, all right, oh, come on, man, get us back on track. Listen to us. We've done worse. Anyway, this part anyway. What I'm gonna say is on Flair, man. He he obviously wants to die in the ring eventually. Um, I I I don't even know if Andrade is still his son-in-law. If I have no clue, because that might give him another reason to stay around AEW past this Sting stuff. But um, there she goes. It's Gabby. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know, man. I I a part of me popped and I enjoyed seeing Rick because I love Ric Flair. 
But the other side of me is like, God, I really hope this old man doesn't get in that damn ring because Jesus Christ, last time he did, he didn't know he passed out twice. So, well, yeah, dude, he's kind of like that uncle that you like, but you know, he stares at the teenage cheerleaders too long. <laughs> get, get me one of those from the bottom of the barrel, real deep down there. You no, know, that's Uncle. Oh, don't worry, that's Uncle Rick. He's harmless unless he's <laughs> drunk and has a blue pill in his pocket. <laughs> Blue Chew. It's the uncle they tell you not to uh, to be around. Blue Chew, the unofficial sponsor of shooting shit from way back in the day, guys. They never wanted us to chew it and do it with them, but we're going to chew it and do it with you Julie. at our live podcasting. Don't we have a live show coming up soon? Yeah, Sean. We do, oh, November 25th, the Copeland's Bar and Grill in Martino, Illinois. It's going to be awesome. Cheap pop. Damn it. That's how you do it. Gentlemen, let's get into a little bit of fun here. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time. Shooting Shit proudly presents the Stirring Shit Facebook Question of the Week. I had to go with the old school, man. Old school. Had to do the old school because this question has been stirring shit, not on Facebook, but on wrestling Twitter, where this question came from. So I thought it was appropriate. Um, I know we have all kinds of shooters out there that listen to the show. We would love to hear your opinion on this question too. We'll have to post it on the group so we can see what you guys think. But if you are anywhere near wrestling Twitter, where wrestling fans go to die, um, you may have seen this out there lately. There's been a giant debate whether or not you would go to a show that confiscated your cell phones. There's been pros and cons listed by everybody. Some notable ones from the fans are that are saying no is that they've paid for a ticket. That means they can do whatever they want while they're there. You've got some wrestlers who are coming out saying, you know, I would love for that to happen because that gives people kind of like this comfort mm-hmm. that they're not going to be blasted online. Promoters are saying that there needs to be a safe space for wrestlers to be able to do their thing without having to be afraid of being the next meme, the next viral, whatever. And some person in the crowd is trying to get their 15 minutes of fame off of a botch that may have actually hurt somebody. So guys, what do you think? Would you go to a show that made you lock up your cell phone? First, appreciate you playing that because I still get royalties off of it. Second, (laughs) I'm going to go first on this third. Which is actually first. So here it is. If I didn't have my watch, fuck no, I wouldn't go to that stupid fucking indie show. Give up my phone? Are you out of your fucking mind? I'm a grown ass man. I have responsibility. I have children. You're gonna tell don't take my phone so I can watch your greener than goose shit fucking fourth match ever in his life. Try to do a fucking 450 out of the ring and break his fucking neck, and I'm gonna put it on TikTok. Like I'm sorry, but my kids are more important than that fucking mud show dog shit. So, no, you're not taking my fucking phone. The only reason I would say yes now is because I can actually take calls, message, and get everything through my watch. So, I can be away from my phone. But if I didn't have that, fuck you and your fucking mud show. Kiss my ass. Damn, he's on fire tonight. (laughs) Joey K taking the Tinder approach. (laughs) <laughs> T-I-N-D-E-R The T-E-N-D-E-R Just the te- He's got kids, damn it Yeah, he does 
Well, I mean, I remember a time when we all went to wrestling shows without our fucking phones. There was never an issue because we didn't have fucking phones to begin with. And there was a time when any cameras, recording devices were not allowed inside the fucking arenas anyway when you went to WWE shows. The only reason why we knew that the click thing happened in Madison Square Garden is because some little fucker snuck in a, a camcorder and recorded the fucking thing. So here's my problem with all of it. Number one, as adults, we should be able to have our phones. We pay our fucking bills. We buy our tickets and shit. We're the reason why these motherfuckers are getting paid to do what they do. Yes, we love it. Yes, we're entertained by it. But it's still your job. If you're botching shit, then maybe you shouldn't try that fucking move. Here's an idea. Stay within your limits until you learn how to do shit better. Don't do shit that you shouldn't be doing at live shows in front of fucking people. Fucking watch that shit in the gym when you're with your crew, working with them. That's how you learn. You don't fucking botch in front of people. But if I saw the young guys do it, so I can. If you're botching in a show in front of people, you're either too, nerv- too nervous to do this job or you're not athletic enough to do what you're trying to fucking do, so stop fucking doing it. That's not our problem. That's yours. Two, wrestling fans need to learn to have a little fucking respect and show some limitation, okay? We can't sit here and complain and bitch that that we're never fucking surprised about anything that happens or who's going to be there because some fuck is always taking a picture because they caught some dude sneaking in the back fucking door and then posting it to let the whole fucking world know that CM Punk was backstage at Impact last last Saturday night. No shit. There's a wrestling show in Chicago and CM Punk was there. I'm fucking shocked. You fucking idiots. You guys are the problem with the fucking phones. Dude, for me, it's the same as, and and these guys don't agree with me on this, but this is how I feel. At the GCW show, me and my friend, me and our friend Pat was in the bar. And inside that bar was Jacob Batu, Rich Swan, and a couple of other wrestlers. Did I grab my phone and walk over and beg him for a fucking picture? No. You know why? He wasn't working the fucking show. He was in his street having a beer with his buddies did i get a handshake tell him how much i was entertained by his work and what a fan he was i was of his yes did i run right back out and tell these two guys hey jacob fatu's in the bar i did not not because i didn't want them to be able to meet him or any of that shit or that i was worried that they would go in there the man wasn't working the fucking show. He's just hanging out with his fucking friends. Just like you would be if you're sitting in a bar with your buddies and some Giacomo come up and wanted to start talking to you. Can I take a picture with you? No. Fuck off. I'm not I working here. I don't. I don't. There's limitations. There's limitations to something. Well, you don't have to. That's just my personal belief. That's why I don't. I'm not saying that I walked up to a guy that was at a show that wasn't working and not got a picture, but when you're sitting with a group of your friends drinking beer, not paying attention to anybody else in the bar, you're just interacting with your buddies and you're Jacob Fatu. I think me personally walking up and fucking interrupting him and getting myself involved in the middle of something that obviously has nothing to do with him being there He's not there in a meet and greet capacity. He's not working the show. 
He's got a night off. He's hanging with his friends. Did I, did I get a pound? Did I say, hey, I'm a big fan. You're awesome. I love watching you work. Yes. Did I ask him for a fucking picture? No. I just, you know, and I'm not saying that he probably would have given me a picture. I mean, he seems like the kind of guy you would. I just don't always do that. There's a time and place for everything, man. And there's a kind. You can't fucking bitch about. Well, we, we're never surprised. Nothing catches us off guard. We always know what's going on. That's because you fucking idiots are taking pictures and releasing it to the fucking world all the time. They don't need to take your phones. You just need to learn how to be responsible enough to use the shit. That's it. Dennis. Hold on. Real Man, quick. you're oh. asking. Okay. So first off, you asked me to follow up Joey K's. Well, you know, hold on. And now I got to follow up Sean on that. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Because Joey had a side note. Go mm. ahead, Joey. So Go ahead, Joey. I, I think I think the only thing I disagree with, and I agree with pretty much everything you say, Sean, but... Mm. Yeah. I disagree that there also is with that fame. And this is something that we don't get as just normal people with that level of fame. There is that, you know, obligation of, you know, being a star, you know, you're going to have that. all those people. So I don't think it's necessarily wrong, but what I'll say is wrong is the dudes at airports getting fucking 50 yeah. autographs. Yeah. Um, you know, if you, if, you know, find this, following them in the fucking bathroom, that kind of shit. Yeah. Or running up to them like, oh do. my God, oh my God, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? Like, interrupting them. Like, if you say, hey, yeah. you know, I just want to stop by and say, it. like, I'm a huge fan of you, blah, 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 whatever. And it's a good interaction to where yeah. you probably could ask. I'm okay yeah. with that. Because I probably would. I'd be like, hey, you know, <clears throat> I'm a big fan. I'd approach it the same way, but I might throw in like, hey, do you mind? You know, it's cool if not, but might yeah. I get a pick? And he probably say, yeah, I'd be cool with it. Keep it real low key and go about my shit. But I, yeah. I think there's just that expectation when you get a certain level of star power. And, you know, right. and he's one of those guys who's getting that now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't disagree with you. I'm not saying that people who do that are assholes. I'm just saying me personally. The biggest asshole. Just don't, I don't, you know, sometimes, dude, when I see, you know, when I looked over there, I didn't look at a guy that wanted to be bothered. I looked at a guy who was hanging out with his peers, having a few beers. Nobody else in there was bothering them. It wasn't like he had a crowd of fucking fanboys standing around just fucking jumping up and down. It was just a decision that I made. And sometimes I make that decision and sometimes I don't. Like Saturday night, for example, Connor Lycan, Conan Lycan was working the line. Uh, he's working security. He's the CSW heavyweight champion right now. Yep. And he was working security that night. And when I recognized him and spoke to him, I got a picture with him right there on the street. And I was like, bro, can I get a picture? And he was like, fuck yeah, I don't want to be doing this shit. You know, I'd rather be in there working. <laughs> You know, but I mean, and the guy, I mean, and this guy is like one of the biggest heels in, in Chicago style wrestling, man. But, and the kid can go like, I'm telling you, you guys are going to hear about this kid. He kind of looks like you, Joe, except he's got long hair, but like the beard, you know, everything. He's also a bit taller, he, too. Oh, my God. Motherfucker, dude, dude you are fucking head. asking for it all night, dude. And the mm. fucking shitstorm that's coming your way is not going to make you fucking happy one bit. 
I'm just telling anyway. I got a picture with him on the sidewalk. He was working. He was working, and I asked him for a picture, and I got one. So I'm I'm just saying, like, here's my point. If you're not willing to go pay the fucking $50 or whatever it is to do a meet and greet, why should you be hassling these motherfuckers on the sidewalk or in the airport or at the fucking Jack in the Box or wherever the fuck they're at? Because you're not willing to you're not willing to pay Waffle for it. You know what I mean? Like to me, yeah, whatever. To me, it's kind of a you can't fucking be like these guys are pampered babies and they're fucking assholes and oh they botched. So I'm gonna take a picture of them so I can make them look like shit and then turn around the next day and be like, oh, he's jogging down the street in Chicago. I want a picture. You know what I mean? You can't have it both mm. ways. You just can't. And that's that's why I say the word. Like that's how why I do it the way I do. I don't know. I'm not saying it's the right way or the wrong way. I'm just saying that's how I feel. It's your way. But I get what you're saying, Joe. I get what you're saying, Joe. I agree with you. I I I agree with what a lot of what both of you just said. Because, I mean, Sean pretty much encapsulated a lot of what I was going to say and, and stuff. Like, you know, when it comes to, you know, the these people, these marks or whatever you want to call them. Like are going on their phone, putting on Twitter, and like saying, "Oh, so and so is going to be here," you know, and then they complain about, "Oh, why, you know, we can't be surprised," and everything. And like I said, the only thing I don't agree with it with, with what Sean said is kind of what Joey K said, and, and that's where I side with him on that. But again, you know what, Sean's is, that's his way of doing things, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, me personally, and I mean, I think you, you know, I know Sean can attest this because he's probably been to more shows with me than you know you you guys have and stuff usually when i go up to someone or something i'd like to think of myself as being pretty respectful of them like you know i don't just go like oh my god can i get paid like hey no big fan you know just great saw what you did out there great stuff you know do you mind if i get a picture with you nine times out of ten they're gonna say yeah you know and that's cool and stuff but and, and, and such but yeah those people that like you said the ones at the airports that are like you know the 50 Funko Pop boxes taped to a board that they swear they're not putting on eBay or, you know, following Rhea Ripley out of an airport or whatever, that, that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, that's not cool. But going back to the question at hand about, you know, what I go to a show with, if, you know, they were going to confiscate my phone. I'd probably go along the lines of what Joey K said as well too, you know, because I mean, yeah, I have my phone and stuff, but like you said, he's got kids. You know, what if, God forbid, something happened and someone needed to reach him? Same thing with me. I always think kids, about that. No, yeah, I was gonna say. No, I was going to say. I was, gonna say, I was getting to that. Yeah. You yeah, know, and, 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 and this is something that's been with me for about 25 years. Um, back when I was about 20 years old, um, I got my first real cell phone. And the reason why I got it was because. You got lost at I, the zoo. No. Shut up. You weren't supposed that was supposed to be held in the strictest of confidence, you goddamn son of a bitch. But he no, kept anyway, hanging around was, the giraffes and walking underneath them. I don't know what he was doing, but he kept walking underneath them. No, I, I'm actually be I'm actually being serious here. No, um, a pair of coconuts. Go ahead. Um, so back in Go the ahead, day, um, my dad uh was was it was in an accident where he lost uh what hit the big toe on his right foot. And like, I was freaking out because when I heard about this, because at the time, you know, I didn't have a cell phone or anything. So I was like, you know, and I was supposed to be going out with my girlfriend and a bunch of friends at the time. But I told him, I was like, this is what happened. I'm not leaving until I hear some news. 
And, you know, I basically was literally waiting by my, you know, the phone at my house for, it seemed like a, a crazy amount of hours to get an update till I could feel good enough to be like, okay, let's go out, you know, have some fun and stuff. Ever since then, I felt the need to have a cell phone because just I always think, what if something happened? Like, what if something happened to my son? What if my wife was in an accident at work and someone was trying to reach me? I mean, if I if I had to get my get my phone up and then I, after the show, I go to find out, you know, there's a missed call and God forbid, you know, my wife's in the hospital because, you know, or whatever, or my son was hit by a car or something. I feel like a real asshole for not having my phone and not being able to, you know, be there to take the appropriate actions. I mean, if there's a way for someone to get a hold of me, like I said, with the Apple Watch or whatever, then maybe. But yeah, I don't think I would probably go with if if they were going to confiscate my phone. And like I said, I prefer I pride myself on being a respectful wrestling fan, so I don't use my phone to be like, oh my god, you know, I go on X or Facebook and be like, look at this botch or whatever. I like to go on there and talk about the good experiences I had at these shows and meeting these wrestlers and hanging with my friends and stuff. That's my extent of what I use my phone for at a wrestling show. And again, Sean can attest to this because usually I always try to get a picture with him or whoever I'm at a show with. And then I post it on Facebook because that's the wrestling stuff. I think that needs to be on Facebook is you're doing these things with the people you care about, the people you love, the people you consider your friends and your brothers. And stuff. <clears throat> Not to say so-and-so, Watch this move or anything. I think that's what the phone should be used for at a wrestling show. And that's my point, man. I'm there. I'm with my friends. I'm trying to enjoy my show. And then this fucking goof wants to take a picture. You know what I mean? And now I'm obligated to say yes because he's my friend. <laughs> now you figure, there you go. Way to catch up, buddy. Way to catch up. Took him a second, but it got there. I don't know, man. If if you if you tell me there are no phones allowed in this show, and it's about what maybe three to four hours wrestling show, typically three to four hours. I'm gonna expect a hell of a show. I'm not gonna want to hand my phone over just because you guys are gonna botch all fucking night. If I'm handing my phone over, I want it to be something that I've never seen. I want it to be something like the Battle of L.A., you know, something that's not going to make its way out there, right? Um, something that's going to always be with you up here. Yeah. And and maybe I have a skewed view of this because I'm a big-time fan of comedy. Um, I've done sets with comedians. I've been to sets with comedians where it is a no-phone set. Because mm-hmm. they're trying out material. They're yep. trying to get the punch right. They're trying to get the setup right. They're trying to make sure that it's, you know, punchy throughout. So they say no phones because it's not it's not set yet. You know, this isn't the final product. And I've had a good time at a lot of those. I went to one with Chappelle, and that was freaking amazing. But anything Dave Chappelle touches is great. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's more of the... Give me a reason to trust you on why I don't need my phone. Um, If you're going to tell me, you know, this is a show that's, you know, we're going to be breaking boundaries. This is going to be, you know, this has never happened. This has never happened. This is something that, you know, we can't air like the Vikingo issue. We can't air this because of uh, international rights. Whoever owns his likeness in this place or this place. Give me something like that. Give me a reason to say, yeah, okay, you could take my phone so I can enjoy this for two hours. Um, outside of that, dude, 
go fuck yourselves because nobody pays for our bills, right? I'll say, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say, man, we we went to make I went to Mick Foley's show. They said no recording. You know what I mean? I mean, it's not like if you make the announcement, then we have to respect the announcement. But you're not taking my phone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's you're just not. No, I, like with the Chappelle thing, the moment you walked in, you had to put your phone in a bag, and they patted you down to make sure you had nothing else. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that bag got yeah. you know locked in front of you and placed in a cubby hole, and when you left, <laughs> I told them where you were at. They unlocked That's- it. But that's a common thing in comedy nowadays. There's yeah. a lot of big comedians yeah. that do that shit. Yeah, the um, impractical jokers were like that. Yeah, and especially to, yeah, like it depend it depends. Like you said, they're, if they're working out new shit, or um, it's like the beginning of their tour and they got a new special coming out, and that mm. shit's on the special. Yeah, like they like, and I I get that, I respect that, but I I would also make the decision I'm going to that show knowing I'm gonna do this, not showing right. up and they're like, no, nah, we're taking your phone. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? Yeah. yeah, going in knowing you've made that choice that you're fine with it. I don't want it to sprung up on me because then at that point it's just like, why? It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, gentlemen. We are at the 55-minute mark. We can go straight into our final thoughts, which is our last shot of the night. Or we can do one more topic. What do y'all feel? I want to do one more topic. Mm-hmm. One more topic. We'll make it quick. But you know what? Wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, what do these guys say? I'm good with whatever. As long as we – yeah, let's just make it quick, man. Yeah, quick, real quick. Real quick, gentlemen, T, uh, excuse me, real quick, Will Ospreay has made it known that he has hired a big-time manager, same guy who represents the Young Bucks, Hangman Page, and Kenny Omega. Sounds like he's about to be a free agent, man. Um, where do you sounds want like Will Ospreay to Sounds like he needs to fucking friends. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Uh, it's just this agent's. He's a he's a big money guy. It's Mr. Is it Bloom. Barry Bloom. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Bloom. It's a big money agent, dude. He he gets a lot of money for his people. Um, where do you guys want to see Will Ospreay go? We'll make it quick. <clears throat> I would I would love to see, I see him go to. Uh, and it sounds like this. He might be the front runner. I would love to see him go to Impact, especially. With this going back to TNA and you know the the upgrading and everything, I think he'd be a prime candidate to kind of lead the growth of TNA or be one of the leaders. It's the E or nothing, dude. Like he, yo, he's living on borrowed time right now, career wise. His neck's only going to take so much more. Like, let's be honest about that. So get that, and you don't hire a fucking big money agent to go to a mid-level fucking show. True, true. <laughs> like, sorry, not sorry, but it is. Um, Go get your fat fucking check from the, the new version of WWE because we've yet to see what this whole fucking buyout does with contracts and signing and hiring new talent. Yeah. that That's a thing. So... And he's going to be one of the major players that's probably going to be like, oh, let's see how WWE handles their fucking talent acquisition now. But for him, career-wise, get that 
fat fucking paycheck. Go there, get your fucking match against Seth Rollins. Work with AJ. Work with Finn. You know, fucking whatever, whoever else doesn't fucking matter. Any of the top of the card, get paid a huge fucking sum of money. When might see him and Ricochet going at it again? Call it a day. Yeah. Oh my god, we get fucking Osprey Ricochet again. And you know, WWE be damned. It's still going to be a good match. So, um, you know, because they're not going to be able to have the same kind of matches that they've had in the past. Yeah. Do you? you, Oh, sorry. Fuck that. Fuck that, man. Take that fucking truck full of money. Joey K, I got a question for you. Do you think if he were to go to WWE, they would keep they would allow him to keep his name? Yes. Okay. He's he's at that AJ level where they'll they'll bring him in as Will Osprey. Okay. I agree. Wolfman. So the problem with him being at AJ's level is he'll probably end up right where AJ's at, which is way in the back and not doing a fucking thing. Um, I just yeah, that's, that's my problem. That's AJ now. But that's a that's AJ. You know, seven years, six, eight years into his fucking WWE They threw the strap on him gratuitously two or three times. Yeah. I just, anybody that goes into WWE that didn't start in WWE is always going to be second to WWE talent. If he wants to get paid and he wants to keep working and he doesn't want to be, I mean, and do like, WWE is the grind. He goes to he goes there. He's working house shows at that level. What five days a week? Fucking TV one night or two nights a week. Then they're gonna ship him down to NXT so he can work there. Fucking too. I you know, and you're you're talking about his neck. WWE is the last place he should be going because he'll be booking more shows and working with people who really aren't on his level. Physically, speed-wise, he's going to have to dumb anybody that come from New Japan overseas to the E. Either ends up being a fucking joke or they're Shinsuke Nakamura and they get a little push at the very beginning when it's all hyped up. And once they bring the t-shirt dollars out of them, they're kind of pushed to the back because they're always going to promote their own guys. He can make a shit ton of money in New Japan and work the matches he wants to work still work whatever other organization he wants to work with that he chooses. I, I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. As much as I'd like to see him go to WWE and have matches with Seth Rollins, which he's light years ahead of, by the way, or, you know, maybe Roman, you know, him and AJ, maybe. I mean, there's really nothing there that I'm like, Oh my God, that would be so, you know, if he stays in TNA, if he goes to TNA and they can come up with the money to pay him what he's worth and still allow him to work overseas and all that other shit, he could do way more building TNA as a brand. Like he could go in there and be the guy and be the one guy that leads them out of obscurity in this country. More eyes from the United States would start watching TNA if Will Ospreay's there and they could build the whole fucking company around him. Not that they don't have great talent already, but if he wants if he wants to be the man, TNA is where he should go. 
He's still going to make his money in New Japan and fucking traveling the Indies and doing all that other shit. If that's what he wants to do. I just feel like if he goes to WWE, and I could be wrong, man, but I just feel like if he goes to WWE, it may not be that way in the beginning, but somewhere in the middle of that, whatever three-year contract, about a year and a half in, you know, he's going to be part of the new OC with Alba mm-hmm. Fire and Braun Breaker. Man, the you fucking know, I mean, it's gonna impact blowjob that is happening on this episode tonight is just <laughs> unfucking real. I mean, just an dude, when you mouth, see a live, hey, a mouthful of fucking impact load just hitting the back of your gullet right now, bud. When you see it live, man, you have a new respect for. I've been to a you know ton what? I was of told AEW that about a specific show last I went years. to another country. And honestly, it terrified me. So, no, I can't go by that. Jovan gets it. Thank you. When you see it live, yeah, no. You don't want to see it live. That's just fucked up, brother. Start for the bad for that. Did you say, did did the tail hit you? Did they get brushed by the tail? At that donkey show that you're talking about? Terrifying. God, DDJ, he's talking about what he's. <laughs> he gets one point for that. One yes. point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I broke all three of them. You, you dumb son of a bitch. You covered this spread an hour and two minutes into the show, you lucky fucking prick. <laughs> we lost Javon. <laughs> oh, wow. Breathe, It's worth watching the show on YouTube just to watch Javon have a fucking seizure. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> like Chris Farley. <laughs> Is he muted? He's muted. You're muted. I know. I couldn't trust myself for a second. Fucking <laughs> laugh and uh, fart and shit. You had to mute it out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's just. Just the one you wouldn't expect it from one and ass. Well, yeah. That's how it starts. Jesus. What were we talking Good about? One, okay, okay. Sorry. I got it. So, <coughs> Will Ospreay. I want to see him go to. I can't say WWE. I don't. I don't. I know that's the big money people. That's the big bucks people. But AEW has also been known to throw that big checkbook around. And to me, there's more for him there, man. With the Bucks, Omega, uh, Jay White. Now I understand the last big acquisition they got. Jay White's falling a little flat. Um. But that's Will Ospreay, man. They've already got Ozzy open. They could have their own version of the United Empire there. Um, well, I, they can do that now, though. Like, that's the thing. It's no different than now. Well, the like, difference so what's is the this... point of going to AEW when you get to do all the AEW shit and still get paid? 
Because like, he'll who, be in the States. He'll actually be on AEW instead of being like part-timer within JPW. Who the fuck cares? Like, it's even better being part-time with AEW because he's still with New Japan. Because he can come in. He can come in for the big shit. Like, he feuds with Jericho. He feuds with Omega. He doesn't have to fucking work with fucking, fucking jungle dick or some bullshit like that, you know? You he, know what? He, we he, haven't he can seen come in. He works with their fucking top-tier people right away. Like, so, like, what's the fucking difference? We haven't changed his fucking address. We still, yeah. Oh, he doesn't live in Japan now. He lives in fucking, he lives in fucking America. Okay, cool. Well, guess what? He still lives overseas in England. (laughs) Not like he's an American. Like, oh, come back to AEW because he's American. He doesn't give a fuck. Well, I'm just saying yeah. it's more it's more dates I thought he was from, if he thought was he was from New Zealand, isn't he? He's from Toronto. He's like New some Zealand? kind of south, yeah, uh, yeah, one of those. Toronto. He's <laughs> from Toronto. <laughs> I'm three hours away from Toronto. What's up? Um that was a weird that's a weird thing to fucking <laughs> brag about. Yeah, like, Dude, I'm going to go to Toronto. Like, literally, it's on my plan of road trips to make before the fucking snow hits up here. Or I'm 300 miles hits. away from the Canadian border. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not 300 miles. It's literally less than... Anyway. Fuck. Okay. fuck all Dude, y'all. nobody gives a fuck. Um, okay, nobody <laughs> gives a fuck. Nobody. Final thoughts. Anybody who wants to start it. <laughs> Just end this now. Should have ended at wooden ass. Well, I'm just gonna go because these two blubbering fucks are gonna like get all fucking weepy and emotional. So, <laughs> knock this shit out real quick. <laughs> fucking Phillies lost in seven. Just absolute fucking dog shit. Just dog shit. But I can't. Can I say too much? Because Arizona is literally Philly from 2022. Fucking last seed in the wild card. They got super hot in the fucking playoffs. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to the World Series. Don't think they're going to beat Texas, but goddamn, like, hey, good for them. The birds are still fucking six and one now, you cocksuckers. So I got that going. MLS playoffs MLS. are happening. MLS? The Flyers are fucking winning hockey games for the first time in like nine years. So don't, whatever. Thrilled about that. And the Sixers, all right, <clears throat> one point loss tonight in the new Nick Nurse era. James Harden was escorted from the building <laughs> by security, <laughs> escorted from the airport, not allowed on the plane. That's a whole other side dish. It's going to screw my fantasy team. So Philly you, sports are just Philly sports find it right now. When you realize you have a cancer, you cut it out, or you just don't let it on the plane. Oh, Harden, Harden's an absolute fucking terror. Like he's he is fucking like when he when he plays good though, ain't nobody fucking better. When he's on, he's on. He'll drop fucking fifty on you still. But you're getting that. He's a modern day Dominique Wilkins man. He you get it few and far between now, and like you know. But everybody knew this. It's an off day. Let the man go to Vegas. Let him go to the strip club. Let them fly back for the fucking game. You know, sometimes they had they to let Jordan just go gamble doing. a fucking million dollars on a golf game 
Sometimes you got to let James Harden just go to the fucking crazy horse too and just drop a fucking, you know, a quarter million dollars if he needs to. And then he comes back and he'll put fucking 48 up on the Knicks like it's no big fucking deal. It is what it is. Guarantee you Harden's gone across the border and watched that show. He probably owns the donkey. <laughs> business is business, guys. True. <laughs> money is money. Who wants to go next? You sick fuck. All right, I want to talk about impact. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This is Joe. Good, because he was getting. Oh, he came back. I was getting ready to say good because he was getting on my fucking nerves anyway. Um, I want to talk about Grayson Waller. Oh right, yeah. Well, Dude, I am officially a Grayson Waller fan. This dude is trolling the fuck out of Taylor Swift and all of her fans. And I personally love every second of it. Ultimate heel heat with a British accent or Australian or wherever the fuck he's from. He's probably whatever Jovan is 7% of. So... (laughs) Great promo, good in-ring worker. I love what this kid is doing. He gets a bunch of fucking hate emails and Twitter blows up all over him because he made a joke about Taylor Swift. And then comes back a video where he wholeheartedly is given this just heartfelt apology. And then right in the middle of it, he swerves them and says, and who could fucking blame him? The Kansas City Chiefs will lose any opportunity to win a Super Bowl this year because Travis Kelsey is going to be so far up and that, that tight ass bitch that by the end of the season, he's going to have no ring and she's going to have a hit fucking album and every song's going to be about him. I love Grayson <laughs> Waller. Oh, man. I. I just want to say that I will it just, I, as Sean's reaction to that when he posted that in our chat, it's just then I watch it and I'm like, damn, that was just that, that shit was, was hilarious. Yes, it was. Um, just for me, I'll I'll make it quick. Um, because yes, I'm gonna get sentimental and stuff because that's just me and stuff. But I just want to give a shout out to my uh my older brother who's getting married this weekend. So uh, they can't wait to get down there and be part of the ceremony and stuff. So uh, just congratulations to uh, my brother, John, and his future wife, Tanya. All right. A lot of weddings going on in the, in the day family. Congratulations to all of y'all. Yep. Yep. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Well, going to close us out with the bang here, gentlemen. I hate to say this, Joey K, because I I honestly go fuck yourself. I don't don't go no, I mean it's not bad. It but <laughs> give him a chance before you tell him to go fuck himself. Shut up, oh. DDJ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna say, man, because I've been a Ranger fan my whole life, and we have not been very good outside of a few years we went to the World Series and you know, most of the other time we felt like a farm system for the Yankees, but that means I didn't get to watch a lot of postseason baseball, right? So I would always I, I love baseball the sport. Or so I'd ever. find other teams to watch. Um 
It's I am a Phillies fan. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if it was because of, you know, Boy Meets World and the Phillies there. But fuck it. I, I like the Phillies. There is a pretty damn good team. And honestly, for game seven, I could not go for the Phillies because that's the only they they scared the shit out of me in the World Series. Um, well, they should have because they would kick Texas's ass. <laughs> yeah, dude, because like I said, I, I think that they'd be the only team that could take us out of it at this point. Um, and I thought that going into Houston, I, I, I was fairly confident against Houston. Um, and then they threw at Adolis and Adolis goes off and does an MVP performance in the next three games. But I, I really thought that if we had to go to the World Series against Philly, we would lose it. So to see Arizona go in there, it gives me a little hope that my guys, the Rangers, can get their first fucking World Series, the first fall classic for Texas, man. We've um I'm not gonna say that we've needed it, but as a fan base that has been one one out away, one strike away twice. Yeah. That's it's been pretty fucking rough for like the past eleven. Right. And those are the and those are the only ethnic people in that entire state that they're not trying to lock up. So that's cool. (laughs) Damn. Yeah, Sean, that that's that's messed up, dude. (laughs) <laughs> because it's messed up because it's, it's messed up because it's true, brother. <laughs> yeah, but I'm gonna just go out and say, man, I, I see this being Rangers in six. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to take care of Arizona. Our pitching is a little shaky, but our offense, when it's on, it's damn near unbeatable. Ask Houston. Um, doubling down on my thought as well. We do a lot of things here on the show. We joke around, we laugh, we cry, we get sentimental. We show you guys who we are. Um, If you want to get a chance to really see who we are at times, well, we are doing a live event, Sean, if you want to tell everybody. Come on down. Copeland's Bar and Grill, November 25th. Three out of the four of us will physically be there. Our big hitter will still be in Philly, but we're going to put him on a big screen so you guys can see every fucking disgusting face and every fucking eye roll. I mean, you will literally be able to hear his fucking eyes roll when Dennis says something stupid. It'll be awesome. Come down, drink specials, great fucking food. Joey K is going to be in a lot better mood. It's going to be awesome. No, he won't. Getting like a really high, a really tall chair so he can fucking. Oh, dude, what the fuck? Are you, what are you doing? You just hold on. Just keep going. Stupid. Hush. Ah, it's going to be awesome, man. Come down. We got uh, a great party going on that night. There's going to be a live band afterwards. We're going to have drink specials, food specials. We're all, all four of us are going to be there in attendance. Three of us physically, Joey K on the screen. Come down, say hi. As always, if you, if you see us, beer us, uh, come see us, man. Come hang out at the show. We got a lot of people already confirming that I know of. We've started a group chat in the Facebook group. Feel free to jump on there, comment, ask a question. If you want to shout out on the show, give us a topic to talk about, man. We got a few weeks between now and then. Um, we really want to fill the house up. This is going to be something that we're going to be doing very often, but this is going to be the first time that we're all going to be together yep. uh, to do a live show uh, at, a, at, the, at an establishment. So drinks will be invited. The stupidity will be on a new level because we'll be in public. So I'm sure Jovan will 
find somebody that wants to be his fan, and then me and Dennis are going to get shoved over in the corner or some bullshit because he's, <laughs> he's a fucking egomaniac. It, it's a fucking egomaniac, but whatever, man. Come down, hang out. Egomania running wild. Mantino, Illinois. Uh, our, uh, the owner, Josh Glenn, is going to be there. Hopefully, we're going to be able to drag him over and get him on with us so we can all chat and stuff. It's going to be a good Have time, man. Our first time. Stop. They just stop inviting you to shit. You don't get invited to the shows. You get told, oh, yeah, me and Patrick are going to go do this. Oh, stop with the fucking lies, man. <sighs> you very goddamn well know you were invited to go to any show with us. In fact, Sean, didn't we invite him to go these last couple of CSW shows with us? He's like, mm. no, I did We can't. did. No, no, no. I it knew about be. the Mansur one, and then you guys were like, oh, yeah, we're going to a show this week. And I'm like, oh, well, that must be nice. You were invited. And before we go. Before we go, I got I got one more thing I want to share with everybody. Yeah, it's Rick Dale, please. Yes, sir. There have been many times you and I have gone round and round, and we bled the same blood in the same muds. But this time, it's all about business, Jack. Let's do it. You and I, Friday night, Daddy, at the Fulton County Stadium. <laughs> the great American bank. Dusty rides on the edge of a lightning boat with a silver saddle, Daddy. Now you come on down there with your limousine and your horsemen. Bring your A-game. Yeah, it's Rick there, please. It's time for you to meet your maker in the American dream. Dusty Rhodes is up for the challenge. I think the American dream sparked up the wrong tree. We'll see if your blood is as red as mine, Mr. Flair. We will find out indeed, sir. That's right, find it out in Flint. You a yellow dog. You hung your phone up on me. May I take a message? Yes. Tell him this is Big Dust, the American dream. Big Duff, the American dream? Yes, ma'am. Are you a friend of his? More of a nemesis, I guess you could say. Are you Bob Kleepak's friend? I do not know who this Kleepak fella is. All I know is that the other night when Rick hit me from behind, I saw where the line was drawn, and now... Oh, my... You ever hear the John Cena one that was like that? Oh, the John Cena one. I didn't great. hear that. I didn't hear Gabby played that for me last night. That was the funny That's shit. hilarious. I have listened to that shit 30 times this week. I can't every time, man. It just cracks me up. I'll send you the John See if I can find the John Cena one for you. You know what cracks I listen, me up? Though, I already John? know. I, I listened to it last night. Before we uh before we go, there's just one more piece of business to take care of. <laughs> right there happy birthday to Yay! our one and only wolfman silver wolf's birthday coming up over the weekend we love you brother hope you have a fantastic weekend we'll have to figure Thank out a way to get together and have it. some beers man yeah so how about november 25th you know what's a good idea? November 25th, Copeland's Bar and Grill. I'm <laughs> invited good, to that it's, one. It's so. a good idea. <laughs> uh, thank you very uh, much, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, fellas. I love y'all. All right, everybody. Thank y'all for staying with us a little late tonight. Thank you to the ladies in catering. Thank you to the Hey, Jabronis. fuckhead. Ooh. What's your pick of the week, dude? 
Oh yeah, man! You got your picks. Yeah. Oh, pick of the week. Come on, man, make it fast. Let me, yeah, let me, you let me fuck sake, let, me, let me see who we've got going on because I would have told you amateur to go, hour over here. Would have told you to take the bills, which and who doesn't for. fucking silence their phone? It's not me. My phone has never been on. All right, not me. Mistake. Fucking bush league. <laughs> You've been looking at it every time it goes off. You look at your phone. It, it was you, man. You've been doing it my all phone night. It's not gone off. Dude, I've been take, looking at my uh, phone all fucking night, like because you're more time. You got take your headphones on. You can't hear the phone, but we can. <laughs> take the Saints goof. over the Colts. Take the Browns over the Seahawks. That's take the Bears over the Chargers. Mm, that's shaky. Even and, uh, <laughs> Lions over Raiders. Yeah, dude. All of those games are show. are tied. Did you? Um, are tied wise when it comes to their records, but you know the Browns is a safe bet. Um. Yeah, the only the only shaky one there is probably going to be the Bears, but I think the Bears could pull it out against the Chargers. The Chargers aren't special. Did you guys hear that the Lions are looking to make a trade for Mike Evans from Tampa Bay? I would like that. Um, really good for them. They're also saying somebody's trying to get the benefits of a Derrick Henry. And, you mm. know, if that happens, that'll be mega. That's that's Baltimore is linked right now to Derrick Henry. I think he'll be okay for the rest of this season, but I think after this season, though, you're going to see him drop off, man. Oh, yeah, dude. I think he's already started. Too many heavy yards. Anytime a big running back like like Eddie George and those guys, they just don't don't hold up, man. I mean, it's just too much because they run the shit out of him. Tennessee don't have anything but him, so. Nope. I mean, look look at the the, the best big running back besides Eddie George that I could think of recently who had a pretty decent longevity in their career was the bus. And that's because they didn't have to pound him every single down. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I don't really count him. Like he was big, yeah, but I mean, like over six, six foot and over. Uh, what's that dude yeah. from uh, Minnesota? Adrian Peterson. Peterson. Adrian Peterson's joke. another one. Eddie, yeah. Dude, you know. Peterson was a different breed. He was just not human at times. Yeah, to ask his kids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know who else? Who else's kids you can ask? this time you guys are just gonna god i hate it here So Dude, I love and go back to back jokes. Go ahead. And, and like you have your headphones on. Of course you didn't hear your phone, you jackass. We did though, because it went through the microphone on your computer and we heard it. 
It's okay, Dennis. That's cap. That's capital J A C K A S S. Legends of the Ring Sting, man. It's a great figure, old school figure. Looks great. It's Sting! Old school Sting from WCW. Guys, you know us. Three-fourths of the shooting shit team. And we're here with a listener just like you guys. This is Jimmy from Super Powers Comics. My friend of 20, almost 20 years. Yeah. He's only September 12th. If you know people in Chicago, you probably know Dennis because he knows half the town, of course. But, shooters, if you need action figures, comics, wrestling memorabilia, we just showed you Sting. Superpowers Comics will put up their QR code so you can get a good look at everything they have coming. Give it a shot, shooters. Get your superpowers on and get your comics from our friend Jimmy who listens just like you. Attention wrestling fans and fans of Shootin' Shit Podcasts. You can now be one of the cool kids by going to ProWrestlingTees.com and buy the official Shootin' Shit t-shirt. Buy it now and be there at ringside. Be sure to check us out on YouTube at www.youtube.com slash at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-G-S-H-T. Find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash groups slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. Check us out on TikTok at S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-I-T. And you can buy your official shooting shit shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash S-H-O-O-T-I-N-S-H-T. And thanks for watching.